0: You tell us, what is tonight's secret word?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word for tonight is table. T-A-B-L-E. Really? You bet
0: your life. The National Broadcasting Company presents Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy
1: quiz show transcribed from Hollywood. Groucho meets our first contestants in just one minute.
0: This is Pat O'Brien. Here's a riddle for you. What has more energy than a jet plane, makes more noise than a riveting machine, and has the enthusiasm of a firecracker? The answer? A boy. And what's a boy supposed to do with all that energy and vitality? He's going to use it up some way, that's for sure. So it's better for him and better for all of us grown-ups, too, if someone will help him find a way to channel that energy in the right direction. That's why a boy's club has so many of the right answers. It's a place where a boy really belongs. Now, there's some 500 boys' clubs in America all across the country. And lucky the boy who lives near one. The whole place is set up for him, so he won't have any problem finding interesting things to do. Best of all, the people who run the clubs are there to help. They not only show him how, but teach him how to do it well. So while he's having fun, he's learning that there's certain rules of living, good rules that mean a good life. Why not take a look at the boys' club nearest you? Maybe there's some way that you can help.
2: And here he is, the one, the only
3: wow.
1: Well, here I am again with a chance for each of our couples to win up to $10,000 And if any of them say the secret word, they'll win an extra $100 George, who's first? Roger, we have Gladys Bentley and on you have Gladys Bentley. We have Gladys Bentley. Since when am I your partner? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Bentley is waiting outside. Let's put it that way, and uh, her partner is Onyago Ukano, and they're waiting to talk to you. And uh, I'm sure if we play our cards right, they'll come in.
3: Uh... <laughs> Welcome
1: to your bet your life. Welcome to your Bet Your Life. Say the sacred word and you divide an extra hundred dollars. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Gladys Bentley and, uh, let's see, uh, Anagugu, uh, Okawana. is that right? Anagugu, <laughs> Elekwachi, O'Connor. Oh. And uh, what do you got an Irish name on the end there, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> I think Irishmen borrowed at Okano from Africa. <laughs> oh. Does your name have any translation? Ya. Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. Now he's talking German.
3: Huh? <laughs>
4: Anyago means a fighter, and Elekwachi uh, means no procrastination,
1: no waste of time, you know. And O'Connor, a public speaker. Well, that clears that up pretty well, huh? Now, what part of Nebraska are you from, Anagugu? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I was born at Tibere in Nigeria. From
1: there, I moved to Aba. Would you tell us something about Nigeria? Is that the way you pronounce it? Yeah, Nigeria. Nigeria. It's, it's just over the border from Guatemala, isn't it? You mean Nicaragua.
4: Nicaragua? You 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 must be thinking of Nicaragua. It's a country on the west coast of Africa, uh, having a population of about 35 million people. 35 million people? I
1: tell you, the size of Nigeria is twice that of Texas. (laughs) Nothing is twice as big as
3: Texas. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Could you describe your home life, uh, something,
4: briefly? Yeah. um, My father has about four wives, Four wives? One for each season, is that uh... Well, not that. <laughs> and um, many children and servants running around the place, you see. Mm-hmm. You say your father has four... Is
1: that the legal limit, four? Well, in Nigeria, you can have up to seven. Up to seven. Which do you prefer, your way with seven wives or our way with one wife? <laughs> well, I think it's just the
4: same thing all over. Really? Uh, in Nigeria, we married seven at a time. And over here, you marry seven, one at a time.
1: <laughs> well, you see, uh, over here, the entire nation has been brought up on the installment plan.
3: <laughs> the national
1: motto here is, buy now, pay later. <laughs> I'll get back to you in a minute,
3: uh,
1: Mr. Okano, huh? That's right, Hokano. Ocon- 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 O'Connor. O'Connor. Oh, that's right. And you're Gladys uh, Bentley, is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to have neglected you, Gladys, but it isn't often we get a charming lad from Guatemala. He's
5: right. <laughs> <laughs> now, where
1: are you from, Glad? Well,
5: I'm from Port of Spain, Trinidad. Oh, when really? I, yeah? When I was 13, I came away from there to Philadelphia to join my mother and father. The Philadelphia.
1: You went from <laughs> Trinidad to Philadelphia to enjoy your mother and father? That's right. Didn't you enjoy them in Trinidad?
5: Well, I joined them
1: there. Oh, you joined them there. Yeah. Were they coming apart? No,
5: not quite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what did you do in Philly uh, that you couldn't do in Trinidad?
5: Well, I, f- I finished uh, journalism in school. I wrote quite a lot of... F- been writing fiction ever since. Is
1: that so? Mm-hmm. <laughs> d- d- do you have a job, Gladys?
5: Yes, I'm an entertainer. I sing and play for a living in my clubs all over the country.
1: Oh, you're but- the Gladys Bentley. Well... <laughs> you're the gladys bentley yeah, right. i thought your name sounded vaguely familiar haven't you put on a little weight in recent years well
5: i took off 130 pounds this year <laughs> you
1: took off 130 pounds that's right and uh, what did you weigh then
5: 335
1: and now you weigh uh 2 4. you say you lost 130 pounds mm-hmm. well you see there is something bigger than texas <laughs> 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 How about hobbies, Gladys? Uh, do you have any
5: hobbies? yes yeah, I build major doll houses, and I also swim. I swim, I'm 37, I did the Catalina Channel here. I, you swam the channel? Yeah, $2,500. Catalina Channel?
1: Mm-hmm. I tried that once, but it was foggy, and I missed Catalina Island. <laughs> that's true, and I wound up in Alcatraz.
3: <laughs>
1: well, that Catalina Island swim, that's one of the toughest swims there is, wasn't it? Uh, Pretty
5: cold? I like ice cold water. You
1: know. I take mm-hmm.
5: about four cold showers a day. Cold? No
1: mm-hmm. warm water? Cold, I like real cold water. I belong to a Polar Club back in oh, the You take four cold showers every day? Mm-hmm. Look, if you'd stop using all that water, California could be independent of the Colorado River.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you're certainly an interesting and unusual couple, and I'd like to continue talking, but the time has come for you to win some money. So let's play your bet your life. Now, you selected folk, tones, uh, folk tunes and old-time favorites. <clears throat> The orchestra will play the tune, you tell me the name of it. If you miss two in a row, you're out. If you get four in a row right, you win a $1,000. Remember your partners and talk it all before you answer. What is the name of this old favorite? Play it, Jack. Aloetta? Alouette?
3: Alouette. Alouette?
1: Yeah. Right. right. You have one right now. Now, uh, what is the name of this familiar old song? It's Sophie Tucker's father, it's old Dan Tucker.
3: Oh, it would be. <laughs>
1: Well, All right, you're not out yet. You have one wrong, but don't get the next one wrong or you will okay. be out of the game. This next one is a folk song but not too long ago it wound up on the hit parade. You tell me the name.
3: Oh.
1: Top oh, old oh, okay. Now you're back in the game with one
5: right. You had me worried there for a now, minute. This is not uh,
3: my
1: line, you know. <laughs> Barbershop quartets like to sing this next one. You name it. You. My Bonnie <laughs> lies over a bar room. That's right.
3: <laughs>
1: you now have two rights. All right, give me the title of this one, Jack.
4: I'll um. oh,
3: the this.
5: the something about
1: Texas. Yeah, folks right. do o- o- Texas. fix oh,
4: yeah. Yellow Rose, yeah. of Texas, yeah. Yeah.
5: Yellow Rose
1: Yellow the of
3: Texas?
1: Yellow or the Texas? <laughs> oh, here's another traditional song. Play it, boys.
5: Come and sit
3: down my side, little
5: darling. Come and
3: sit
4: down the side. No, that's
5: part
3: words. That's part of the words.
1: Old River Valley. valley.
3: Oh, old River Valley. What? Red River Valley. Red River Valley. Red River Valley. <laughs> Red River Valley.
1: <laughs> and you got four in a row, so you win $1,000. They win four in a row? Yes. <laughs> you want $1,000. You can keep it and quit or else you can come back later and try to double your money. You may even get a chance at 10000 so go Over there and sit down and think about it.
3: <laughs> and if we don't
1: see you later, thanks for being on the show. Thank,
3: Thank you. you. Let's
1: In just a moment, our second couple will join Groucho to play you Bet Your Life. Come
3: forth, we invite you to pour the patch women, women's home. One hundred million barrels of cheer, we thank you for buying that good, that beer. Come, or we invite you to pour a Pabst
1: Blue Ribbon call. Pabst is proud of the good times and good people who've helped produce one hundred million barrels. The five generations of Americans who've made Pabst Blue Ribbon part of their family life.
2: Pabst Brewing Company, Milwaukee.
1: we have uh, two very special young guests who are waiting to come out here now and meet you. They're uh, Candy Bergen and Melinda Marks. So girls, come out and see Groucho, please. Candy Bergen and Melinda Marks. Now, which one is Candy Bergen? Right?
3: I'm Candy Bergen.
1: Oh, and you must be Melinda Marks, huh? Well, what do you know? I never heard of either one of them. <laughs> girls, if you say the secret word, you know you split a hundred dollars. With me it's a common word something you find around the house candy it's nice to see you you're a beautiful girl and so are you now i know all about you but i'm sure our listeners don't so would you tell the audience what your father does and who he is
3: he's not doing anything right now well
1: you know there's five million people out of work he may get a job soon Uh, who is he what is your father's name edgar bergen Your father is Edgar Bergen, the Swedish Nightingale?
3: Yes.
1: Oh. Well, then your brothers must be Charlie McCarthy and Mortimer Snyder, huh? (laughs) Yes, right. Melinda, if if I'm correct now, correct me if I'm wrong. You're 15 years old, is that right?
3: Daddy, you know I'm 11
1: and a half. How old are you, Candy?
3: I'm 11
1: and a half. Copycat. (laughs)
3: How
1: is it you're both the same age and your father is Edgar Bergen and Melinda's father is Groucho Marx?
3: that's life,
1: I guess. What are your favorite TV shows, Candy?
3: Oh, I like science fiction theater, Gunsmoke, White Earp, Cheyenne, Bachelor Father, Danny Thomas, and a lot of others.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even come in seventh on that list. It's lucky she's not the Nielsen. Melinda, who are your favorite comedians? In other words... Who are the funniest people you know?
3: Well, I think you're the funniest of them all, but I like Richard Goldstone. I think he's very funny and Topper Wittenberg.
1: Topper Wittenberg and Richard Goldstone? Are there some new comics on TV that I never heard of? What program are they on?
3: Well, they're not on any program. They're in our class at school.
1: (laughs) Well, that explains it. I can't compete with them. I'm just not in their class. They're in the sixth grade and I never got further than the third. It's been a lot of fun talking to you girls, and I hope we meet again someday. (laughs) But now we're going to play You Bet Your Life. Now, this is the reason Candy and Melinda are on the show tonight. They've been after me for a long time to give them a chance to win some money for the Girl Scouts. And just to make sure they win some money, I'm going to ask George Fennelman, who also has seven kids of his own. (laughs) I'm going to let him ask the questions, and I'll join the girls in the quiz.
3: Are you ready, George? Yes,
1: I am, Gracho. May uh, I offer you my seat? Oh, all right. I uh, may need it later, but... Uh... I think I'm going to enjoy this because we have a little surprise for you, Groucho. You have? Eh? Yes, we're not going to use the category you studied. <laughs> As a matter of fact... I've been double-crossed. When <laughs> you hear the rest, we, uh, we went to the Beverly Hills uh, School Superintendent, and uh, together with these people, we prepared a test... Taken from the sixth grade. In other words, questions that any sixth grader can answer, and I have them right here. I don't know how long I have my time. I only went to the third grade. I can't answer these questions. You need any help, you think? Your father is out here, isn't he? Yes, he yep. is.
3: Edgar. <laughs> Edgar Bragan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Edgar, what class did you go to in school? What class? I mean, how high did you go? Well, when I got into college, I had little trouble there. I was in summer school most of the time to get reinstated for the fall term. You went as far as college? Uh, yeah. I'll let you handle this by yourself. <laughs> are you ready? Hey, Seth. Are, are you ready? All right, here's number one. Are you ready? Uh, go ahead, Candy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Me too. Are you
3: ready?
1: And here's the question. Okay. The Egyptians invented a means of writing by picture. What is it called? Now, which Egyptians are these?
3: Are
1: these the old Egyptians? Why don't you talk it over among yes. yourselves, then? Talk it over. What? what are you doing later on? <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind repeating the question? The Egyptians invented a means of writing by picture. What? Is this means of writing call? Well, I mean, which company was it? Was it MGM or Paramount? Well, <laughs> no, this is historical Egyptians. They wrote by pictures, or they ought to be ashamed of themselves. You got any answer to this problem? Yeah, I think it over. <laughs> well, tell me. You got it, have you? Yeah. Well, so what is it?
3: Uh, Hieroglyphics? That's right. Yeah. You have one right. <laughs>
1: Three more right to have a. say papyrus? say papyrus. Would that be right? Well, that's, that's, what what, that's what they wrote on, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. What? the road on hieroglyphics <laughs> how about question two would you settle for that well i'm not satisfied with question one but
3: let's go <laughs> this
1: is the attitude you're going to assume yeah. uh who was the king <laughs> you know. of babylonia famous for his code of law babylonia isn't that what hangs in a <laughs> <auto>? <laughs> <laughs> what hey, All right, <laughs> you're yep. an
3: egg. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: wish i would brought him tonight <laughs>
1: Can't you call him? I brought Mortimer, I think. <laughs> well, now, what, what was the question? <laughs> I've even forgotten it. Uh, yeah.
3: Who I'm was the... about
1: hieroglyphics. No, you no, know, that... you've already gotten that. Who was the great king of Babylonia, famous for his code of laws? Oh, yeah. Oh, Don't look at me. <laughs> was it Jerry Gisler? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, uh... The answer was Hammurabi. Oh, hmm. uh, Hammurabi!
3: Hammurabi.
1: Hammurabi. Oh, you knew You him, should have huh? known. that you went to college. <laughs> I haven't read the paper for three days. I.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Now we have one wrong. Don't get the next one wrong, or you're out of the game. And here's the next question. Well, now that we know the answer, can we add that same question over?
3: <laughs> <there>? <laughs>
1: what are the mountains that separate France from Spain?
3: Uh, the Pyrenees.
1: Say it. You got it. It's
3: P Y. Pi- n-e-e or something like that oh you know what it is yeah, you I said know. it say it again 10, 10, 10,
2: 10. that's right yeah. you have one right yeah.
1: what do you call the imaginary lines which circle the globe parallel to the equator Imaginary yeah. lines. line
3: um, no the wash line now wait a minute.
1: Uh, which one go this
3: one? the
1: ones that that no uh, parallel, parallel to the equator
3: oh latitude <laughs> well you're
1: right you now have two right uh, what uh, what was the that former... This is an easy one, will you? This it? is easy. What was the former name of Istanbul? Oh.
3: What, what is, is it? the farmer's okay. name no, no. in Istanbul? You've got a
1: little friend working over Constant. Constant. here, you know. You're
3: right Constantinople. Uh, Constantinople. Constantinople. You're
1: right, Constantinople. Now we have free rights. rights. You'll almost have your thousand dollars. If you get this yes. next a one right. thousand dollars? Yes, you'll have it. Yes. Of
3: course.
1: You, you want to play the game with me
3: here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how many degrees in a circle?
3: Um, uh, 360. No. Yes. Right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Four in a row. Yeah. So, uh, Come on.
1: You've gotten four in a row, and you've got $1,000 for the Girl Scouts, haven't you? And would you please take your chair back
3: <laughs> now?
1: Thanks, Ed. thanks.
2: Scott. We'll find out if any of our contestants will try for $10,000 in just a moment. May 1945, the armies of the Allies hurl themselves against the desperate last-ditch resistance of Hitler's Wehrmacht, advance across the shell-torn German countryside with victory in sight. But when would it come? When would the terrible slaughter end? How many more good men would fall before victory and peace become a reality? May 1945, a time of hoping, a time of waiting. It was NBC newsman Morgan Beatty who broke the story, and exclusive, Heinrich Himmler had made an offer of German surrender to the Allies. Morgan Beatty, cited for outstanding radio reporting, is typical of the top NBC newsmen who bring you News on the Hour. This is Chad Huntley inviting you to be with us as the news breaks on News on the Hour all day, every day, over most of these same NBC stations.
1: Here are Gladys Bentley and her partner to give us their decision on
3: the
0: big question.
1: Now you want a thousand dollars. If you decide to try for the ten and you fail, you wind up with a total of five hundred. Now what are you going to do?
5: I don't want a no part of that
3: wheel. You
5: want to try the wheel? I don't want no part of that
1: wheel. You don't want any part of that I wheel. Part of
3: <laughs> and
1: uh, Mr. O'Connor,
4: what is your plan? Oh, uh, Gladys, I just come to say goodbye. I, you know, I like. <laughs>
1: Um, For winning the thousand And thanks for being on the show You bet your life. Thank you you very much You bet your life Is transcribed in Hollywood Produced by John Goodell Directed by Robert Dwan And Bernie Smith Music by Jack Meekin This is George Fenneman Reminding you to tune in again Next week Same time Same station To hear the one The only Groucho And see Groucho Every Thursday evening On NBC television You'll Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces around the world.